Hey everybody, welcome to Game Goose. Today is November 7th, 2018. This is episode 20. My name is Dan Curry. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? We come to you from Lansing, Michigan, where it's already dark and will be till next year. Basically. <laughs> yes. yes uh, I'm joined in studio with by Clint Bauer. Hi, Clint. Hey, how are you? Oh, just already just kind of bummed about the darkness. Ah, it's not that bad. I know. Uh, today's our 20th episode. It's kind of a little bit of a landmark. And I was like, oh, yeah, when we started, it was sunny. Like, yeah. From 7 in the morning to 10 at night. Mm-hmm. You guys should move to California. Yeah, no. <laughs> I like it here. It's all right. They just voted to get rid of daylight savings. Oh, that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah. we should do that. And uh, that voice is from New York City. That's Mr. Neil Brower. How are you doing over there? Oh man, I'm sleepy, but I'm I'm doing fine. Is the darkness getting to you over there now too? Uh, yeah, it's dark here. Just it gets darker earlier there than it does here. Yeah, so. I mean, uh, we <laughs> get right to. Uh, no, I'll let you. I'll let you introduce it. The uh, what we did this weekend. Oh yeah, for sure. Before we get started, I just want to say check us out on Facebook and Twitter. You, if you're on iTunes, you can't still be tired from that. No, I was going to talk about, I, I saw the sun come up while we were playing before oh, you guys oh, yeah. did. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you're on iTunes, subscribe, comment. Uh, if you have anything you want to say, you can uh, obviously comment on any of those things, or you can email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. So normally here we talk about what we're playing, uh, but we all kind of had, we did Extra Life this past week. We played a lot of games. Um 24 let's, hours of them. 24 hours of games. Uh, before we get into what we played, let's uh, hit our totals. Yeah, and you can still donate if you haven't yeah. yet. Yep, you can still donate if you haven't. We have the link up on our, our Facebook and our Twitter and um, on my Facebook page and Neil's Facebook page. If you're friends with us there, Clinton does not have a Facebook. Nope. He does, but it's like a weird... No, I don't. <laughs> weird one that you can still <laughs> tag. Oh, yeah, that was something my friends made in college. Yep, yep. So you can still do that. Um... As a as a uh, team, we raised one thousand and forty five dollars. Nice. So that includes us and Courtney. So when you're when I read off our totals, you aren't going to be like that math doesn't add up. <laughs> but as you know, we had a little contest going. Whoever wins gets to pick a game for the other two to play. And in third place, it was Neil Brower raising hundred eighty five dollars. It was my first year. First year. Uh, Clinton, two hundred dollars, just a little bit above him. Mm-hmm. Also, my first year. Yep, Neil, no excuse. <laughs> hey, I didn't. I never gave twenty dollars to my own fund. Well, I did. Oh, you didn't. You should. I thought <laughs> I you were going donated. to. Yeah, I totally forgot to. So technically, I beat Clinton. Yeah. Technically, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you could still donate now. Uh, and I raised four hundred and ten dollars. Nice. Uh, so I had a game picked out for you guys to play, but I changed my mind. For a couple reasons. Uh, first Good. off, um, they're making a set. I was going to make you guys play the uh, Monster Energy Motocross Sport. And I found out it's not that bad. And that it's so good <laughs> that they're making a second one. So oh, and I was good. like, eh. I was not looking forward to that. No. Uh, so I looked up the 10 worst Xbox games. Uh, so there's Great. good news and there's bad news. This is the number one worst rated game for Xbox One. That's the bad news. The good news is, I think it's two ninety nine. dollars <laughs> so, What is it? You don't have to break the game. It's a game called Toro, and it is a bullfighting simulator. <laughs> okay. I'm not mad. 
Uh, and I think that you guys need to have a limit that you got to play it. That's that's as creative as you get. I'm picking Just the worst one. Googling the worst. Oh, Xbox but then game. I watched the YouTube videos because like I looked at a list of the top ten, like yeah. a couple of them, and it was like number one on everybody's list. And I looked at the YouTube videos, and I was like, "Oh is it yeah, even this, playable." Uh, I hear it is playable. It's just kind of painful to play. So uh, I hear it takes nine hours to a hundred percent it. So obviously, half an hour. Yeah, you guys should play it for at least a dollar for every ten minutes that it costs. <laughs> play it for as long as you can. I don't know. I'd say at least an hour. You got to try it. Is there like a main story? Well, yeah. I'll I have see. no idea. I'll All I know is that it looks like it's from a Dreamcast. <laughs> the graphics are garbage. <laughs> I'm looking at some screenshots now. It's not good. No. And the reviews for it are hilarious on the Xbox One. So, yeah, it's not too bad. It's tough to find like a big game that would take you guys like a while that you'd have to play. Um, the motocross one I looked and I was like, it looks like they might actually enjoy this. You'd be like, oh, it's like Forza, but with motorbikes. But yeah, that's the game we're going to do. This looks pretty perfect. Yeah. And it's not that expensive. That way you guys aren't like dishing out. And I wasn't going to play a big game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, obviously I would never make anybody like finish it. (laughs) I think you got to play it for a decent amount though. Um, but anyway, so this was your first extra life. Both of you guys, how did you feel about it? Did you have fun? Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, I had a lot good. of fun, uh, it and it wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be. No, me I being, was the one struggling this year. Yeah, uh, it was, me being a very sleepy person. It was fine for me. Yeah, you're doing fine. Um, I got up before you. Yeah, I uh, yeah, because you had to walk to my house. I was just struggling when we were playing Grand Theft Auto. I just wasn't feeling Grand Theft Auto, and it made me more tired. I was having a lot of fun when we were playing GTA. Yeah, but so I was doing fine. Like for being as tired as I was, I was driving fine and shooting fine. We beat some missions we hadn't been able to beat. Yeah. Um. When I was such a super hot that like kind of revitalized me because I, I like that game a lot. But yeah, we played a lot of games. Uh, we played Overcooked too. That was so fun. We played. We beat it. We started yeah. with Overwatch for a few hours. Yeah. Played Overcooked. About. And Ron by the noon. way, we went. We went on like a twelve-game winning streak. In Overwatch. Overwatch, yeah, we played for like four hours from like eight to noon. Yeah, and then we, yep, then we played Overcooked two for about six hours. That game was it. a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's still more of like what yeah. the first one was, but it's just everyone that I've talked to to that turned in tuned in to watch us. It was mm-hmm. either during over or yeah, Overcooked or during Human Fall Flat. Yeah, my mom Perfect. watched us play. She was like, one was really realistic, like a movie, and I was like, oh, that was probably Fallout seventy six. He's like, then you guys played this really cartoony one. And I was like, yeah, fall, <laughs> human fall flat. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm glad you guys joined in on that. That's such a silly game. That was fun. Yeah, so much fun. We played Jackbox. Jackbox. Uh, I played some Red Dead. You guys played Fallout. Fallout. I played a little bit of Fallout. Uh, what else did we get into? GTA yeah. and... GTA. Uh, Forza uh, at the I, end. I ended my night just doing, I probably did donuts and Forza that's, for 15, 30 <laughs> yeah, minutes. That's what I did too. I got my highest trick trick chain score. It was like 500 and some thousand. Yeah, I played the pumpkin head mode on, uh, on Super Hot, which was a lot of fun. But yeah, would you guys do it again? Uh, yeah, for sure. Try to raise more money. It was a good time. Um, yeah, for sure. I had a lot of fun this year. This is the third year I did it. And, uh, yeah, we it beat Human Fall to Flat. Do good. Yeah, yeah, we joined in the middle of Human Fall Flat. I've I never think been in front they of did one, one level. I think oh. there's only four levels. Yeah, I think there it. was only one before you get to the castle catapult yeah. level. Oh, okay, cool, cool. 
Yeah, who me fall flat was hilarious. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. That was so funny. All right, uh, let's uh, move on. Neil, in gaming history, how you doing over there with your history? We got a little something for every day this week. Uh, on November 5th, 1991, the mayors of Los Angeles and Miami officially declare November 5th uh, Nintendo Fun Day. And if Nintendo were to name their own day, I'm sure it would be Nintendo Fun Day. And so, do they do it every year? And what do they do? Do you know any of this stuff? No, I, I just saw this and I was actually in the middle of Googling it, because how have I not heard about Nintendo Fun Day? Looks like Clinton's going to check it out. With more information soon. Well, then I'll move on to November 6, 2012. Uh, Microsoft Game Studios releases Halo 4. The first oh. one that I kind of fell off the boat on. Yep, probably the worst Halo, in my opinion. Story was bad. Gameplay didn't really add a lot. Yep. I got rid of some of my favorite enemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not great. Five was much better. And I don't like the the Forerunners as enemies. I just didn't enjoy them. Same. So, I yeah. felt like it took like too long to kill them. It was kind of strange. Yeah. Uh, probably one of the only flops for me in Halo, besides like Halo Wars, but that was obviously a different type of game. Right. Um, November 7th, 2006, Microsoft releases Gears of War. Nice, The nice. OG. Great, great game. game. Uh, we mentioned it when we were complaining about the cover system in Red Dead as probably one of the, it is, it's the shining example of how to, of how to do cover-to-cover combat. I think right. they kind of nail it. The story's great. Love the character model and the art. Um, and also, really, uh, the I think you said this best. They they give a good weight to the gameplay. Your characters feel heavy. Right. You feel like you have the power to rip like a subterranean monster in half, even though you're just human. It was fun how they made them... They're almost superhuman characters, just the way that their like Unreal Engine build is, because they're so thick and burly. But right. they're just humans. Oh, yeah. It was pretty fun. With big old armor sets, too. Yeah. Uh, and then on the very same day, two years later, November 7th, 2008, Gears of War 2 came out. That's weird. So many games, so many, as we're doing this gaming history, I'm realizing so many studios like aim for the same time period every year. Yeah, within like weeks of previous releases. Yeah. On different years. Yeah. And this is the That's same That's interesting. Day. I kind of wonder why or. I don't know. Maybe just, hey, it, it worked last time. It'll work again. Yeah. Good luck. It's just superstition. Uh, November 8th, 2005, Red Red Octane releases the original Guitar Hero. Had some good times in basements with that game. I think we all did. (laughs) That was, I I lobbed that one over the plate for Clinton. Weren't you a big Guitar Hero fan? Sorry, I'm looking at Nintendo Nintendo Fun Day. Day. Is it as fun as it sounds? Uh, No, it's not fun at all. Oh no! It's literally just the mayor was like, you know what? Let's make November fifth, nineteen ninety one, Nintendo Fun Day. And like, do they do it every year now? Nope. Uh, it was just one day. Yep. Okay. Do they do anything no. like nope. a festival? Okay. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mario showed up in costume. Cool. That was about it. To where? Like the, the in, capital in, in Miami. <laughs> it didn't really say. That is so weird. He probably had like a scandal. He was trying to everybody look at Nintendo Fun Day. No, some kid, <laughs> some kid 
<laughs> emailed him and was like, hey, we need to have a Nintendo Fun Day. And he was like, yeah, we need to have a Nintendo Fun Day. <laughs> huh. Hey, way to listen to your constituents, though. <laughs> now there's, now a Mario, or March 10th is Mario Day. What they're, what, kind of what the internet has created, because it's M-A-R, and then one zero. It looks like Mario. I get it. All right. There's a picture of... We need to figure out how to post this somewhere, but there's a picture of a Mario mascot, and it's Mario holding two thumbs up. Uh, but it's if Mario was like your creepy uncle, <laughs> and his head was about twenty sizes too big. And this was the one for Mario Fun Day. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> is it the is it the stuff of nightmares? A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's fairly frightening. Its he mustache is way too big. Yeah, but it says, uh, our main man Mario made a special guest appearance in Miami to oversee the Nintendo festivities. Apparently, the weather in Miami gets two thumbs up. (laughs) All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, on November 9th, 2004, Microsoft releases Halo 2. Once again, aiming for that same kind of uh, area. A three, four day difference? Yeah. Yeah, so Microsoft and Bungie, that would be Microsoft and Bungie, right? Yeah. 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 Well, that was uh that was a fantastic game. One of the first ones that let you dual wield weapons. Yep, that was a good one. Uh November tenth, nineteen ninety nine, Warner Brothers released the Pokemon movie. Well, excuse me, Pokemon Colon, the first movie. Uh my mom took me out of school to go see that. Me My dad took me and some friends to go see it. We didn't get out of school. We went after school. Uh, we, me and one other friend got to go out of school. We had to promise to have like good grades or whatever uh, because they were giving away a special Mew card. Yep, I got but, it. Yeah, and so like we wanted to make sure we got there in time to get it. So we were there at like 10 in the morning <laughs> to see it. I, I remember the first time I saw it, it was out of theaters. Mm-hmm. And it was on one of those, like, cable all-day pass things. Right. And I begged my mom to let me rent it for the day and watched it, like, three times that day. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good movie. Like, it's still not bad. I've seen it somewhat recently. Like, maybe in the last five years. I just remember crying at the end. Oh, it's very, very sad. Yeah, it's actually, it gets pretty dark for, like, a children's film. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ash dies and... Crazy spoiler alert. Doesn't Pikachu die too? Uh no. Ash no, dies Pikachu's, Pikachu's tears t- bring him back. Oh right. Doesn't bring he turn to stone or some shit? Something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, that, that can't just now. be killing kids though. Pikachu's but, like a phoenix, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. It's I remember dead. at the end all the Pokemon are fighting each other and they're Healing all like crying tears. as they're fighting. Because <laughs> Pokemon aren't supposed to fight. Clinton. They're supposed to be friends. Unless, so let's make unless, twenty more games where Pokemon just fight. <laughs> You celebrating over there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a bottle opener. I had to. I had to improvise on a beer. Uh, it usually doesn't make the noise. <laughs> it sounds like a champagne bottle. <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a uh, good celebrating the first film. time we talk about the Pokemon movie on the podcast. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that cap went. I'll step on it later. Um. Two thousand and nine, Activision Blizzard releases uh call of duty modern warfare 2 i think this is the last cod i played yeah i was looking through games that i played on my xbox the other day um and i i think i played modern warfare 2 even though i have no memory of playing it 
You probably played it with me and Jordan for a bit. Possibly. It was the You never liked him. Yeah, I was never super crazy into him, but <laughs> I thought you meant I thought you meant he never liked like Jordan. Jordan. <laughs> you never liked him. <laughs> Call of Duty was fine. Jordan? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we have November 11th, one of probably my favorite war games, uh, 1999 throwback. EA released uh, Medal of Honor. Oh, yeah, I remember playing those games. That was a good I always one. liked Medal of Honor because I'm kind of a World War II, I shouldn't say buff, enthusiast. I don't know or remember facts when they're told to me. I just enjoy hearing them. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm kind of like that, too. He's a fan. No, of... I'm kind of like that, too. Like, I'll read, like, a whole bunch of facts. Like, that's really interesting. And then later, I will not remember a single thing. I'll be like, <laughs> I was reading something the other day. It was really interesting. Courtney would be like, oh, like, what was interesting about it? I was like, I don't remember. Everything. Some, stuff and <laughs> some things were in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I always remember uh, Medal of Honor. Tr- <laughs> Google Just, just YouTube search, search World War Two. Lots of, lots of interesting stuff. Just search just, World hey, War Two. Just go to YouTube. Hey, search, hey Siri, World War Two. <laughs> um, but what I always liked about Middle of Honor games was that they they obviously embellished stuff, but they tried to root it in real world war stories, right? Where you actually followed followed a character and stuff like that, uh, <laughs> right? But no, yeah, it was it was always interesting. Uh, I think. It was a Dane Cook bit. This is just a weird thing I think about because I like when Medal of Honor was like popular. Like he's like, it's so weird they're making video games about World War Two. He's like, because those people are still alive. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine your grandpa watching? He was like, go behind that bush. That's a good bush. I know that bush. He's <laughs> <laughs> just doing Dane uh-huh. Cook jokes now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's what we've gotten to here. <laughs> Episode twenty. <laughs> Dane Cook. Cook. <laughs> no, we got you. If you're hooked, welcome to the Dane Cook podcast. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, 1999. Electronic Arts releases the medal of Neil. You're broken. Shut up. Okay. I was like, 2011. Bethesda released for the first time of many. 11, Skyrim. 11, 11. Mm-hmm. Skyrim. That's yep. That's how I remember. 11, 11, 11. I said something like that to my mom the other day. She was like, how do you remember? I was like, oh, it was the day after Skyrim came out. Oh, we left for Las Vegas the next day. I was like, remember when we went to Las Vegas in 2011, November? <laughs> and she was like, how do you remember that? <laughs> I was like, a video game came out the day before we left. <laughs> a momentous day. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I actually remember I was in college at Grand Valley. Uh, we were wrapping up. I had to do a, I had to play in a jazz band show, and then it got out at like 11.30, and then I went straight to, straight home to play it all night. Yeah, we were leaving from my stepdad's house, and they weren't married yet, but, um, and I brought my Xbox over to his house, because we were leaving like early in the morning, so I like played Skyrim from midnight to like 4 a.m., and then woke up like an hour later to go to Las Vegas. Thought about Skyrim the whole time I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it's a really great game uh, I don't remember yeah. I don't, you, don't, you don't remember your first time jumping I into I don't Skyrim I was drinking a lot then <laughs> <laughs> I had just just turned 21 yeah, I say that'd be the year a few months before yeah. I was living on my own <laughs> yeah and now Still. how many how many more like put Skyrim out on they did the special edition for Xbox like the next generation 
and then they've done it on Switch. The HD remake. Yeah. So they haven't really put it out as much as people say. But five five releases. Yeah. Didn't it yeah. actually come out on uh, Amazon Echo or something? Yeah, there's like an Amazon Echo it's like a joke, joke version. Yeah. yeah, but you it's can joke, do it. Yeah. yeah, you can play like a little story. I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it came out on uh, PS3, Xbox 360, and then and PC. PC, yeah, and then uh, when Xbox One and PS4 launched, it came out on those special edition. No, just like normal. Really? I thought that was the special edition no, that came out. Just oh, gotcha. normal. And then there was an HD remaster release, and then there was a Switch release. There must be something else. The Amazon version, maybe. Yeah, maybe. This is the joke, but yeah. Still a good game. And that <clears throat> is it for history that Neil uh, cares about. All right, let's head into the future. November 13th. Uh, we're getting into some pretty pretty heavy games again. A Spyro Reignited Trilogy comes to PS4 and Xbox. I probably will not get this right away, but I'm going to get it eventually. I did really like Spyro. As a kid. <laughs> yeah, I was a huge Spyro fan. Also the same day, on November 13th, Hitman 2 comes out for PC, PS4, and Xbox, which I'm also excited about. I like the last Hitman. Did you ever play that, Neil? Nah. Well, I, for some reason, I thought you really liked the Hitman games. Have you played it? Yeah, I, I played... don't really like stealth games that much. Oh, uh, yeah. I played the first mission where you're on the fake boat. Oh, yeah, right. But I really like that game. I'm not a huge stealth fan either, but for some reason, Hitman does it for me. There's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then November 14th, Fallout 76 has its official release. And also a game, I just thought this was interesting. I think it's already out on PC, but a game is coming to Xbox, PlayStation 4, and the Switch called YouTuber's Life, the OMG edition. And it is a YouTube simulator. That sounds cringeworthy. Uh, apparently it's all right enough to be ported. So I guess basically what you do is uh, you are a YouTuber and you manage your channel and try to get as many subscribers as you can. I don't want that. <laughs> as always, there's a lot of games coming out. You can check out. I use the IGN list uh, for some reason. The other one that I look at wasn't updated. Um, but there, you know, there's tons of games always coming out. But those are kind of the notable ones. When's uh, Stardew come to Android? I do not know that. Does anyone? I don't know if anyone knows. But yeah, it's out now. All right, let's uh, head to our news. Uh, first off, BlizzCon was this weekend. We'll kind of just talk a little bit about it. Um, first, obviously, there's a new Hearthstone expansion announced. I cannot remember the name of it. I apologize for that. Uh, let me look right now. Um, but there was also a new Overwatch character. Ash was announced. She looks awesome. Yes, I am so pumped for her. Uh, if you know anything about us as Overwatch players, we... We are we are the rarity that we all kind of shy away from DPS players, from damage characters. But she looks like someone I would really enjoy. Yeah, she looks fun. Uh, I look forward to Net being able to pick her because everyone picks her first. I. <laughs> she doesn't interest me. She looks cool. I don't think I'll play her. I won't be any good at her. So yeah, she look. I think she'll be fun, but I don't. I don't think she'll be somebody I play a lot. Yeah. What's so she's got a gun, a secondary fire that like blasts her. So she has, her gun shoots two ways. It has, like, she can fire from the hip kind of fast, and then she can look down the scope and shoot, kind of like Widowmaker in a way, but she's not, like, people are saying don't use her as a sniper, because otherwise just play Widowmaker. And then she has a uh, stage coach, or a coach gun, 
And if she shoots somebody, it knocks them back and knocks you back away from them. So it's like to create distance, but you can also use it to shoot the ground and go up high. Um, you can also throw dynamite with her that'll explode after a certain amount of time, or you can shoot it and it will blow up. Does your dynamite hurt you? I do not know that, but it catches people on fire and does damage over time. Nice. It does hurt you. Okay. There's not many damage over time things, is there? There's the poison trap and... Uh, Anna's fire, Anna's actual main fire, kind of does a little bit over time. Oh, really? Three yep. ticks, yeah. Yep. Uh, which is good, because you hit a Sombra, and they're like, ha-ha, nope. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I got you. Um, and then Ash's ultimate, is she brings in like basically another character, who can be healed, he can be powered up, he can cap a point, like all kinds of stuff. It's an AI player named Bob. Bob. Oh, so. he can cap... He can cap points, nice. yeah. So, it's pretty cool. Um, the new Hearthstone expansion is called Rastakhan's Rumble. So, if you're interested in that, check that out. Um, I've been looking at some of the cards. Weed's legal right. here now, so we got to play some Rastakhan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> Over here, we're hearing some funky music from IGN because everything auto plays. <laughs> <laughs> Funky um, rust music. But the big news coming out of BlizzCon that's kind of caused a big stir on the internet is Diablo Immortal, uh, which is a mobile game, and everyone was expecting uh, Diablo 4 or nothing at all, and they got Diablo Immortal, and everyone was very upset for a couple reasons. Uh, first off, they were just disappointed. Second, you know, hardcore gamers always mad about mobile games. And third, uh, apparently people are saying, like, Blizzard didn't even develop it. They, like, had a Chinese developer make it. And people are saying that it's just another game that already exists with a Diablo skin on it. It's a little tough because, like, obviously there's always the, like, oh, gamers are entitled. But there's a little bit of, like, I can see both sides in a way in this and on this one. Um, I mean, how long has it been since Diablo 3? 2? Three, yeah, a, a decently long time. Not as long as between two and three, though. Yeah, I don't think. Um, but yeah, someone came up during the Q and A and said, "Like, is this an out of date April Fool's joke yeah. and like all this kind of stuff?" And he was like, "No," and like people were upset. And the guy on stage was like, "What? You guys don't have phones?" Like, was being kind of yeah. like crappy back to him. Uh, but it's interesting. I don't know. Did you guys look at any of that stuff? Yeah, I did, and I think yeah. It's- it and it is a weird. Normally, I, I I am the first as a gamer. I'll say I'm the first one to be like, yeah, we complain about way too much. But this did feel a little shitty. Like, yeah, it's I been a long time since the last one, and also you can't. You they teased it by saying, and there'll be some big Diablo news. Like right. you knew what your what your fan base, your rabid fan base, was gonna think about that. And yeah. then you give them a mobile game, and you're surprised they're not thrilled. Yeah. I think it's. I think it was poorly handled. Yeah, and I think it was a symptom of they think they thought they were going to have stuff for Diablo Four. Yeah, and then there were reports they, that there was going to be a video yeah. for Diablo Four and an announcement, and they ended up pulling it. Yeah, although they deny some of that. So, yeah, but everyone knows it's so, in development. The original Diablo came out in 1996. Diablo 2 came out in 2000. Diablo 3 came out in 2012. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, six years. It's, yeah, not the 12 years between. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just the thing was that I don't think it's a BlizzCon announcement. If they, <clears throat> the only reason, 
Why the only it? way they should have announced Diablo's con is if they had Diablo 4 to be like, and also Diablo 4. Because that's yeah. kind of like what Bethesda did. With Blades, yeah. Yeah, because they were like, oh, we have Blades. We also have Fallout 76. And people were, you know, iffy about Fallout 76. And they're like, also, we're making Skyrim or Elder Scrolls 6. Yeah. Like, just to make sure that, like, no Skyrim. one's going to lose. And all it was was a 15-second shot of a landscape. Yeah, but at least, like, it got everyone talking about that. No, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. It, it was enough to sate people a little bit. Right, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it might also be a symptom of, like, there's just not much to do at BlizzCon, and they don't need to have one every year. Yeah. Like, why did they have a BlizzCon this year? If all they had was a mobile game, a new character, and a new yeah. expansion. And I mean, they do, like, it's strange, because they do... They do panels and stuff, And they but... do, um... Cut tournaments and things like that. Yeah. But Hearthstone's moved away from like their championship used to be at BlizzCon and they've changed that. I think they still do some games and stuff, but yeah. it's not the championship. Overwatch always has like they had the World Cup, which is kind of a big deal. And they um, Oh yeah. Uh hats off to South Korea, who looks like they they actually dominated. The only I think the only game I saw that wasn't a blowout, and I didn't actually watch them. But the only one that had like a competitive record was I think Britain and uh Britain and Canada went like I think Britain won three two. Everything else was like four oh, four oh, four oh or three oh, three oh, three oh. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch them I wanted to, but yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I don't know about BlizzCon as far as like I hear it's fun. There's a lot of stuff to do when you're there. Yeah. As far as having these big announcements, yeah, and and the, yeah, that's what maybe. I mean. Like have BlizzCon then, and just have it be like a normal convention where mm. you have panels and you have all the things, and you can have a keynote, but just have the keynote be like, "Hey guys, we're all here having fun, hanging right. out. Let's yeah. play some Overwatch and throw cards at each other, or yeah. whatever." It seems like. Whatever Blizzard makes done, every yeah. single one of their games like announce something. Yeah, and yeah, I don't think they need to do that. I don't think they need to have a huge BlizzCon thing and, every year. I mean, Overwatch can because they'll always with their timing they can always like hold off on a new map or a new character to announce something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, but there's no Same need for Hearts BlizzCon Island. for that, right? That's true too. That's true. Um, but then they wouldn't make money on all those tickets they sell. Yeah, and the streaming passes. And yeah. I think the big thing about gamers being so mad about mobile games in general is that there hasn't been the mobile game that's been good yet. Like, there hasn't been, like, I think that eventually we'll, be ha- we'll have something that you can have on your There's phone that's a great. good control on the phone. Yeah, maybe if they find a way to control things better, it'll work out. But right now, everyone's like, oh, a mobile game, you know. Yeah. No one's pumped, because they all think it's going to be... Some microtransaction filled garbage, which it very well could be. <laughs> Most yeah. games are. So, all right. On, well, oh. we're talking about mobile games, and this is okay, not Blizzard related. But whatever, wasn't Blade supposed to be out by now? Um, they announced like a beta. Um, but it's coming before the end of the year. Let me check. But I signed up for the beta. I didn't get in, and I haven't seen anyone talk about it. So I don't know if there's an NDA or anything like that. We'll talk about that later on the show, stuff like that. But um, let me see right now because I have it pre-ordered. There's a beta, is an, an early access registry, but that's it. Gotcha. Let me see if I can find my pre-order. Um, that game does not interest me in any way, shape, or form. I'll try it, but I won't, it won't stick long. I just thought it was supposed to be out before Thanksgiving, and there's still time. I was just, I'm surprised I haven't heard anything. It just says expected December first. So. 
this month. So, uh, I'm December's next month. Then, what'd you say? I said December's next. Yeah, but month. it says expected December first, so it would probably come up like if it's coming out before December first. It, first, it'll be this month. But I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I don't know if it's if they mean like expected before, expected on December first. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I expected no December first means December first to me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know though. They it, they've been pretty quiet about it, but I think they're you know they're working on Fallout seventy six and all the marketing's probably on Fallout seventy six and things like that. Oh yeah, because they just fucked up a bunch with it. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that in a bit later. Um, all right, let's move on to some Red Dead news. A website pays $1 million charity donation after Red Dead Redemption 2 leak. This is from IGN. Oh, a leak was in, like, March or something? Um, I'm trying to see. It was uh, Trusted Reviews issued an apology to Red Dead Redemption Take 2 Interactive. They used a story using information from a confidential document. They made a $1 million, uh, excuse me, so $1.3 million to a charity donation of Take Two's choosing which is going to um, some Native American college funds. So that's what they're doing. But basically they don't know how they got it or if it was illegally gotten, but they released a story um, that just had things that people shouldn't have known yet. So instead of taking them to court, they just decided, hey, we'll give you this and tell us what charity to give it to. I don't understand how that works. Like how a company can have internal documents leaked and a journalist can get in trouble for publishing them. I'm not sure. That's why I wonder if they were maybe obtained illegal illegally. Or maybe they gave him them information to be used at another time and it wasn't like allowed to be released yet. Yeah, you know? That makes more sense. Yep. All right, moving on. This uh, next article is from Kotaku and involves more legal trouble for people. Current and former employees sue Riot Games for gender discrimination. This came out yesterday, which was Tuesday. Uh, so the, the lawsuit alleges that many female employees were denied equal pay and found their careers stifled just because they were women, and that they also had work, negative working conditions impacted because of sexual harassment, misconduct, and bias. Uh, so they are using California's Equal Pay Act and law based uh, or laws against gender-based discrimination to... Uh, file suit and they're asking for compensation unpaid wages damages and other penalties which will be determined at the trial and they ask uh that it's going to be a class action so it's probably going to anybody any female that worked at riot games through time good for them that's it's that's hard to do um i mean if you look at the numbers women on the whole get paid less than men it's it's a fact right. and i'm sure i'm sure the tech industry who have strange moral obligations uh might uh, i'm sure they're not great about that either right yeah so yeah kotaku did a big big investigation you can read that i highly recommend that you read that at some point but now you know i'm sure that'll come up in yeah court and stuff bad news for them coming on the tail end of the world series of league yeah yeah or not even on as during the opening of it but as we're uh, no, because no, I guess it was a few days ago now. It's probably done now. Yeah, know. I've never been at a league. So guy, it's a, but. but it's a discrimin it's a discrimination lawsuit, not sexual assault or anything like that. No, just kind of saying like there's been okay. harassment and everything over time, and but things wait, like that. harassment? Yep, yep. Uh, 
ongoing sexual they've had negative work conditions based on sexual harassment misconduct all kinds of stuff oh so it is okay yep it's part of it but i i do recommend you go and read the original kotaku article that they um did uh, a little bit ago um three months ago um about their culture and things like that so but as we said whether it's crunch or whether it's pay or you know being shitty to women just don't be shitty to your workers yeah, <laughs> it's kind pretty of simple. Job. It doesn't seem that hard to do. Nope, you think, you think. Um, and in our ongoing thing, a love for video game movies and stuff, they are making a animated Super Mario Brothers movie. Hey, that's the way it should be. Why would you make a real life, a live action video game movie? I mean, yeah, what could possibly go wrong if you made a real life Mario Brothers movie? That's a good movie. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, I think it's good in the way that it's bad good like i enjoy watching it but i'm not like yeah yeah. it's a good movie um it's not a good movie do you enjoy watching it neil it's a hate watch sure it's a good movie but yeah this is uh illumination is doing it and the founder he he was the producer behind despicable me and the secret life of pets and stuff like that uh, but he his quote, this is from Variety, says, he, I like that this was not done well the first time. I think that's more exciting and more worthy than simply uh, making another version of a film that was done incredibly well to begin with. So Fuck him, too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited for that. You know, Dustin Hopper is a treasure. Oh, and even here, let's, let's talk about here. So um, it was a film so bad that John, I always have a hard time with his last name, Leguizamo. Leguizamo, yeah. Yeah. Leg. And his, co- and his co-star Bob Hoskins said they drank whiskey in between takes to dull the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Hoskins was said it was one of the worst movies he ever made. <laughs> so, but yeah, I look forward to that in the Sonic movie. <laughs> Jim Carrey is Doctor no- Robotnik. Yeah, if anyone's yeah. confused too, I think that the Mario movie is terrible. <laughs> Just want to make that clear. It's fun to watch. Yeah, it is fun. It's like. It's terrible in that way that Wild Wild West is terrible. Right, right, yeah, exactly. Or The Room. Yeah. The Room's just bad, though. Yeah. The Room's not even fun to watch. <laughs> I've oh, never watched You, you the kidding whole me? Thing. The Room is so much fun to watch. No, it's not. It's I, just painful. I watched, like, the ten most quoted, like, scenes or something like that, and I was like, I get the gist oh, of yeah. this. Like, yeah. that, that was fine for me. Like, yeah. it was, like, ten minutes long. Oh, hi, Dougie. Uh, oh. <laughs> and so good. Uh, YouTube. Maybe coming to Switch this week, and you can watch the room on YouTube for free now. So you can watch it on your Switch. This is a rumor, huh. um, but you know Nintendo's always been like, "Oh, well, with the Switch, we want to focus on games." Where it's like, "Well, how about you can just have these other things too? You can still focus on games. I don't think you guys have to do a lot of work." <laughs> Doesn't the other, like, obviously you have to do some work, but most of the time they just have to develop it for your system, right? Yeah, they have Hulu. There's also wondering because this is like a almost exactly a year since Hulu launched on the Switch. They're wondering if they had some kind of exclusive deal before YouTube could come. So interesting. That makes sense. It's crazy that the Switch has already been out like that long. Yeah, it really is. Um, yeah, I'm like because I've taken my Switch like on some trips and stuff, and it's always like it would be really nice if this thing had Netflix or something besides just Hulu, so I don't have to bring my laptop. Also, you know. Yeah. Kind of make it all one travel thing, and I'll download it. It's free. Sh- you call it. What the, do you need to watch? The Nintendo One. <laughs> right, it's all around thing. 
Excuse me, what did you say, Clinton? What do I got to watch stuff on my computer? Oh, gotcha. Because I don't want to watch it on my phone. But... (laughs) (laughs) And one more Nintendo thing before we go to our break. Nintendo is hiring for a Zelda-related project. Uh, So that means that they're starting um, to create something, and it looks like they're they're listing for a 3D CG designer and a level designer. Ooh, I was going to say... I said I, I was gonna say, but it's uh, mobile, like a yeah, a switch, not a switch, uh, a DS game or whatever their new handheld thing is. The switch is their new handheld thing. The DS is 3DS is kind of is that dead? Out. Did they kill it's, it? Uh, no, it's not, not it, dead. But I mean, if you watch the I don't think directs, any new production on it. They're just finishing out what was already started. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, if you watch the directs, there's only like three games always coming out for it at a time, yeah. and I think Switch is going to kind of be... It's just releases, too. It's no new announcements or anything. Yeah. I think um, Switch is going to kind of take the place of their handheld and their console, which I think is cool that they'll just be able to focus on one thing. Yeah. So, I'm excited. I hope it's great. I'm sure it will be. Um, it's probably a phone game. Might we'll be. see it in... I mean, we'll Nintendo's s- been working towards phone games. We'll see it in ten years. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Let's and do Majora's Mask and just flip just, Breath yeah, just, of the Wild into another one. Yeah, pretty soon. Um, but Nintendo, like I, I do like that they've been moving into the phone games because their phone games haven't have been well received for the most part. I liked Mario Run was my favorite. But I didn't like any of them. Thought they were no. all boring microtransaction messes. Not Nintendo Run or Mario Run. You just buy it and play. It was pretty expensive, but it was a lot of fun. I bought it and... for a phone and then I downloaded it on my new phone and it didn't recognize my account and it won't oh, let that me sucks. play it. Mine was free and, and it was full of shit to buy. You might have a different... You could play the first level or two for free and then you yeah. had to buy the full game. Yeah. I don't think so because they had like yeah. tickets and stuff. Oh yeah, you can't buy those tickets. You earn them through playing. It's like a unlockable system. But you yeah. can't, There's no nothing to buy in mine. I don't remember now. Maybe just Android. <laughs> no, there, there's no, yeah, there's nothing to buy. It was a nine ninety nine game, but, and then they did Animal Crossing. People, which was some bad. people liked that, but I didn't. I'm not a big Animal Crossing fan to begin with. But. I, I don't understand why everyone was like, "Wow, this is not Animal Crossing." Like, you can do more in that game than you could in any Animal Crossing <laughs> game. <laughs> like, yeah, I just wasn't a huge fan. And then uh, I guess their um, Fire Emblem game is really good too. But I never played that one. I was in the middle of something else. I don't know anything about Fire Emblem. So. Yeah, there's one Nintendo franchise that I'm just completely oblivious to. Yeah, yeah, same, same. I know nothing about it. All right, well, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be back with our main topic. All right, everybody, welcome back to Game Goose. Today, we are going to be talking about early access. <laughs> Game, Game Goose. Goose. <laughs> Early access, betas, etc. All the ways that you can play a game before it's actually released. Um, so, you know, this happens quite often now. Yeah, companies getting you to do their QA. Yeah, for sure. That kind of stuff. I mean, like, it's crazy to think Fortnite is still in early access. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Still early access. So is Arc. Got enough isn't money it? To no, Arc officially came out. Arc officially came out, yeah. Um, yeah, Fortnite's still in early access, which is wild because what is it like season eight or seven or something like that? It's like, how can yeah. you start your seasons if your game isn't out? Yeah. And that was, and there was a fair amount of time before they even had the battle pass, which is when seasons started. Right, right, yep, yeah, exactly. How long are their seasons though? Like two weeks? 
They no, seem to go so fast, but I'm not playing right now, so that yeah, might be they're uh, they're a month or more. Okay, gotcha. Um, hello, siren. Yeah. Oh, there goes the siren. Yeah, there's so many different ways. I think the interesting one. Let's start here. I think is now because like this early access thing has been going on for a while. Yeah, I don't know what game eventually like started it, but I know PUBG was like a big one. But Arc before that, we were playing early access with Arc. Factorio's been in early access, still is, and mm-hmm. that's probably been out as long as either of those. It's w- well longer than Arc or f- yeah, I think because PC was like what kind of started it, right? Yeah, I'm sure it's been a a Steam thing. I, yeah. Maybe when Greenlight started on Steam is kind of when it. But I don't one know. of the first I, yeah, in, I don't know one that. of the first instances I saw of it was uh, Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft is probably one of the big ones. Yeah, because that like basically early access is when they release it and you can buy it mm-hmm. and play it. But it's usually like this, cheaper than right final release price, and, and they're like, "Hey," because it helps like fund towards the end. Yeah, which is so silly because you were saying, "Oh, they don't have enough money." Because Epic has so much money, Fortnite makes so much money. Yeah, it's like when is this game going to be done? Because there's also this idea that we can talk about later that like so many games now are in constant update. Yeah, Overwatch is constantly being changed, and it just kind of seems like Fortnite's in that area. Like they're adding guns, they're yeah. balancing things. Like, yeah, that's always going to happen. Are you really in early access? Yeah, and maybe it's one of those things where like they would have released if it hadn't been so popular or whatever, right? But because it is so popular, they want to say like, no, we're still in early access. So when battle royales die out and uh car chases are the next big game they can put a car chase mode into <laughs> into fortnite, fortnite. Be like, yeah it's completely different yeah but i mean uh, what what's the benefit of continuing to call it early access like I just mean, the say yeah, it, overwatch wants to add a car chase mode when that gets really popular no, there's they, no skin they, off their back because yeah not. no they could but i think that there's a slipperiness to early access that they can use to their advantage mm-hmm. of saying like the game might change completely. Yeah. yeah, where they don't have to be locked into any certain thing, and and if anything is kind of wonky, they can just be like, no, well, we're early access, right? Like, Which is so weird because I just don't think people like yeah. feel that early access. Yeah, and like with with Overwatch, it just came out. It was in open beta for like two weeks or whatever, yeah. and then it was released. How long did we play a, that beta of Overwatch? Uh, that beta was actually like two months. Was it we could you could play it any time for two months? It was yeah, it was open from okay maybe a month. I think it was open in April, and then it was okay. down for May, and then back up in June. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, that was fun, and it was so tough to not be able to play it after you played it. But yeah. I mean, look at that game. Go back and watch footage from the beta, and then look at the game now. It is oh, so sure. oh, different. Yeah. Oh yeah, and there's a shit ton more stuff and more characters and things. I different, mean, just different just the UI. And- just like yeah. how th- how things are presented to you on your screen, not even all the all the characters and modes and all that stuff. I guess right now we should probably define the difference between a beta and early access. Um, so early access, as it was with Minecraft, was like what we said. They could sell it to you for cheaper, and they would use that money to con- continue like development, ongoing Kickstarter. For- yeah, and you were playing the game with the knowledge that you. We're helping yeah, your it. crowdfunding yeah. game that's and not you're ready for release. kind of testing it yeah. in a way, and you have the understanding that everything might not work right. Yeah, a beta is mostly just the testing, and you usually don't have to pay to get into it. 
they usually either choose you or there's an open beta where everyone can play the game. Or you've know. pre-ordered the game already. Or yeah. you pre-ordered the game. Or, too. or it's an early access game that's out of alpha and has gone into beta. Right, for sure. So, Yeah. So those are the, those are the kind of the differences. Um, I feel like betas like, betas happen to well, well we'll get into this later, but essentially early access has just been it's so overused now that it doesn't really mean anything. Um, but I I feel yeah. like the term beta usually goes along with a much more polished game. Like they think yeah, they yeah, have it's... they think they have something they can put on the market, but they want to see what will happen when a bunch of people plays it. Yeah. I think a lot of people are confused between early access and beta. Um, first off, like with Fallout 76, like so many people like were complaining, you can only play at certain hours on certain days. They only open it up for certain times for us to test it. And people are like, Oh, we should be able to play it. Just open it up. And it's like, no, this is a beta. Like they're che- like they're stress testing. They're fixing things in between sessions. They're, you know, watching everybody play for these times. And um, I think that was a big issue with their marketing was their whole thing was like pre-order net and play the beta now. And people were pre-ordering is like, oh, you can't play the beta now. You have to wait until Thursday from two to six. <laughs> that was kind of a marketing. I think that was a bad marketing. Yeah, I think that move. was a mistake on their end. But I will say that I think they I think they were good. Once everybody realized what it was, I think they were good about explaining and being very honest about like the. This is we are doing this purely for you to break this game, and they right. frequently call it the break it early test application. Like that is right. what their beta app is called. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I I think they were minus that first overreach. You can play the beta whenever. Uh, I I think they've been very transparent about what this is doing for them and very appreciative too. So I, I think they're going about it the right way. They just got off on the wrong foot. Yeah, the mark the marketing for it was kind of off, and I think that's why people were confused because it's like, well, early access, you buy the game, you can play whatever you want, even if it's broken. Which, you know, how uh, Ark was? We were big fans of the Ark survival game, and that was in early access forever, forever, yeah, for a really long time, forever. And I think what do we get it for thirty? And it's usually a fifty dollar game or something like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's like Factorio. I paid fifteen dollars for it. When I got Minecraft, I paid $10 for Minecraft. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bought it a long time ago. It was like early, early beta. Are updates free for Minecraft, or yep. do you have to buy stuff? I don't think that they've charged. Oh, nice. I'm not sure. I haven't played it in six years. Yeah. But that's another thing that's like with early access. Like everything was like at being built and you were getting it for free. And I think it kind of changed how people felt about DLC and stuff. Yeah. Because like, oh, this game gives me everything for free. It's like, well, yeah, because they're still building the game. Yeah. But that kind of changed like, you know, Overwatch, everything's free. You buy the game. Yeah. And then, you know, unless you want to pay for Lulu's loot boxes. <laughs> like, you know, new character comes out. You just have it. That's. Yeah. You know, I think that's kind of a direct development from early access games in a way. Which is uh, what uh, not- one of the articles pointed out uh, that video games have now become instead of I think they use the example of you know GoldenEye and the N64 you went out you bought yeah. a game you played it it never changed they never needed to fix anything what you bought in the box was what you played out of the box um but now video games it, it's it's not just one piece of you know it's not just one uh, one disc it is it is video games as a service if your service right. stays stagnant for too long you're going to lose your viewers and especially now that uh, uh, 
in-game transactions, microtransactions are are a thing. If if you don't keep tweaking tweaking your formula and adding new and new stuff, then there won't be people to to buy those micro transactions, which is to use Fortnite as an example, where they've gotten a majority of their revenue. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. No, I think there's a lot to be had from early access. Mm-hmm. And I think that it brings a lot to indie developers, especially. And right. I think indie developers yeah. are really the only ones that are using early access. Uh, Although Epic isn't really an indie developer. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, True. Were they? At, well, I didn't they I, make the engine? Did, haven't we gone over this before? Yeah. Yeah, they made the Unreal Engine. Yeah. So they yeah. had to have a decent amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know, but the my my interactions with early access have been, yeah, Minecraft, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jesus, Factorio, mm-hmm. uh, Graveyard Keeper. Um, Is that still in early access? No, that's remember we talked about how they pushed right. out a release build on it, and you and felt it like it wasn't that's wasn't right. ready, yeah. <clears throat> Which again is just an arbitrary kind of thing. Like, right. why call it a release when you know it has all these problems? When you can just say, like, oh yeah, no, here's two more months in early access, right, to fix yeah. some of these clearly issues. No one's being demonized for that right now. Which yeah, I, which I do see coming. Oh uh, yeah, I mean there have been cases of it. I think of people that are like people isn't... like were like PUBG for a long time. Or like, when is this really gonna be done? Yeah, Ark too. I think got yeah. some of that kind of backlash a little bit. Ark yeah. had two DLCs before the game even released, and people are like, "Okay, what the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Paid DLCs. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. That yeah, that was a big big thing. I forgot about that. Man, remember how rough Ark was when we first got it though, and how mm. much it improved. Yeah. Um. I think that's another fun thing about early access games too, is you can see kind of stuff changing around you as you're yeah. walking through the world. I remember booting up the day, the a game, their arc one day, excuse me, and I was just like, "Oh, well, this game is suddenly really good looking." <laughs> In the past, it was like, "Oh, this is a rough looking game." Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and then there was like one day you're like, oh, HD. <laughs> yeah, Factor is the same way. I remember. I think it was like from point one four to point one five. There was just a huge, they like updated all the sprites and like mm-hmm. all the terrain and everything. And it was just like, oh man, this is a whole new game now. Yeah, it's nice in a way. Yeah. Um, for sure. And they took out like, when I started playing Factorio, there was like placeholders. Just like, here's a gray square with a letter or whatever in it. And this is like a placeholder image for what this what actual thing is supposed to be. Yeah. Which is interesting. I ran into that the other day when Fallout, and I was like, I don't know if this is a placeholder or if this is a glitch. And by the time I went to go report it, the report thread was so long. I was like, they're never going to see this. But it just said, like, insert key name here. And it was, like, part of a quest and everything. And I was yeah. like, uh, okay, I don't know. But then it, like, took a second, and then it, like, eventually said, like, miner's key or something like yeah. that. But I was like, oh, I think there's, like, weird placeholders in this game still that they haven't found. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, what was I going to put now? Yeah, it's interesting that all games are kind of in like they're constantly being updated because like, the game's never done. Yeah. And... But like not even like we were talking about Overwatch, but like it happens with 
regular games now. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sure Red Dead has had an update. Yeah, like he was saying, it's like games as a service. If you're not giving a shit about your games, people don't want to be part of that. Right. But not, yeah, but not even just games like as a service. When I think of games as a service, I think about Overwatch or something to keep you playing. Yeah. I think just with Red Dead, it's like, oh, I fell through this rock in this area. You shouldn't be able to. And then they'll like patch that out, even though it's a single player thing. No, but I think that falls into the umbrella of games as a service. Cause like if Rockstar's not caring about these kinds mm-hmm. of things in their games and people are going to recognize that and right. say like, oh no, well, why would I buy Rockstar games? They don't care about fixing their broken ass games after True. they're released. And I mean, there is going to be online. Yeah. Uh, Rockstar, it's interesting because I think we talked about this before, but remember how Rockstar fixed GTA Online about making those death zones? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So there's areas, if you didn't listen to that episode, there's areas in Grand Theft Auto Online where you can fall into walls or into floors. You can glitch you yourself could, yeah, yeah, into a wall. And you could shoot out of it, but people couldn't shoot in. And so they just, instead of fixing those areas, because I don't know what that would entail, they just make it so that if you go to that area, you'll just instantly die. Yeah. <laughs> so every once in a while, someone will just like report, like, I die when I go to this area. They're like, good, that's what we, oh, we it's supposed it. to be. <laughs> fixed <laughs> it. So you can't cheat. Right. What a weird like fix, though. Well, it's probably like one of those things where like they tried to fix the hole in the wall, and as they did, more. 15 more holes appeared somewhere yeah. else. Right. Right, for sure. Or just the land disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because it's almost like a way, like, I remember back in the day where they'd be like, oh, there's weird glitches where you can get to weird or like you can get under the world and stuff. Yeah. We're almost going to get to a point where that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, I doubt it. Right. I very much doubt that. Oh, but... <laughs> well, yeah, for sure. But I mean, if, if it's something that becomes popular, they might patch it out. Yeah. Or get rid of it if it. That's like what's interesting with this with Fallout 76 being a Bethesda game is Bethesda games are constantly glitchy. Oh, yeah. And They're it's known like, for it. And they like, barely patch them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, will Fallout 76, will they get to the point where, like, oh, there's, like, barely any glitches in this game? Because no. they actually, I don't think there will be either. But it's not too bad, actually, from what we've played. Because it's just Fallout 4. So they've had time it, to. Yeah. True, true. Just using that engine. Um, and all the same assets. and <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's literally Fallout 4. Yeah. It was supposed to be the online mode for Fallout 4, yeah. and they decided to take more time with it. Which I'm glad they did. It's yeah. cool. Map is awesome. Um, the the other interesting thing I was going to say now is like now games that are finished, you can pay to play them early. The two games I could find that you could do this with NBA 2K. If you paid for the $100 special edition, you could play it four days early. So I think it came out on Tuesday and you could play on Friday. And Forza Horizon 4 did the same thing, but you had to purchase the ultimate edition. Which is like this weird thing where it's like, okay, the game is out. Like, you're going to make people pay to play it early. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's finished. It's I so guess if weird. people want to pay that, then... I don't think I'd ever pay to play a game. Yeah, for two days early. now. I mean, it's like... For four days, it's even? It's like no. that Mario Party. Someone paid $5,000 to play Mario Party a That's month true. early. Like, not something I'm ever going to do, but... <laughs> yeah, right. I... If you want to waste your money in that way, then more power to you, I guess. I guess if I was really into the game and I was going to buy the Ultimate Edition anyway, and it came with like special things I wanted, yeah. then yeah. But just for that, I I worry about that becoming a trend. Why? Because it's just going to be like a weird, like, I guess like you're right. If people want to do it, they will. It's a will. weird, like, class. Yeah, I guess that is kind of true, thing, too. But... Yeah. but like also just like, 
I don't know. We always talk about like slimy, like corporations trying to get more money out of people, but if they're going to pay it, they're going to pay it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's no, I guess on the principle, (laughs) you should never argue principles with a corporation, but if they see the want for it and they're like, Hey, we could pick up, you know, across the globe. How much are they charging to play it early? Uh, for I like can't I can't tell what the ultimate edition is, but the NBA Two K game was a hundred dollars, so it's forty dollars more than a regular game. Forty, yeah. I mean, that's probably a. I'm not gonna even pretend to do the math, but that's probably a pretty decent net profit. I mean, I think it's stupid that it's coming out for an NBA Two K game. Like, just go play. You're waiting for nineteen. Just go play eighteen more. It's not gonna <laughs> be that much different. Yeah. Forza Horizon 4. Yeah, I don't know how much Ultimate Edition was. I'm going to assume it was either an 80 or $100. I mean, it's for version. the super fans, and if you want to be a super fan, then more power to you. But it's just so strange, because it's like, now I feel the, actually, another reason, it's just like, oh, you're like, games are going to have a, or like, companies are going to have a game done, and they're going to be like, you know what? Instead of releasing it on the 8th, let's release it on the 12th, and then people that pay extra money can pay when it's actually done. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a weird kind of thing to withhold like it for just so many days yeah obviously the game's finished i mean and, you I know, think i'm it's... not a fan of it but yeah. i don't think it's that weird yeah i mean no i, I mean it's... no it makes total sense it is uh, it's a it's a money-making move it does feel shitty but it's yeah, not but... it's not technically it's not wrong <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's, it's a it's luxury the, good yeah like, it is their product they can release it whenever they want if yep. people want to spend their throwaway hobby money. When yeah. they have, when somebody says, like, okay, we're going to, for people who want to pay an extra $40, you'll be able to play this for a month. I'll get a little pissed. Right, outside, yeah. anything outside of a week, I'll be like, this is just, Stupid. you're just begging. Yeah. Oh, no, that, I don't think, well, that won't happen with computer games anyways, because then that's just opening a window for piracy. piracy. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. And so I don't think it'll ever get that far off. Yeah. It's, well, with computer games anyways, because, yeah, they will lose their ass to pirates. Yeah, they will. That's true. I didn't think about that. But Thank yeah, God for pirates. No, I don't actually mean that. I do. <laughs> it's tougher for, uh, obviously, consoles. Pirates fixed a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> In media. They changed the music industry. They changed streaming. Yeah. And it's getting back to that point now with everything so scattered. Like, you have to have 15 different streaming uh, whatever they're called, Service subscriptions. You're right, yeah. yeah. And people are starting to pirate things again because they don't want to have. Yeah, they don't want to pay for an Disney, HBO, a Disney, Disney yeah. a Nickelodeon, a Netflix, an HBO, HBO again. I guess <laughs> a Hulu. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Everything scattered. A Fox. Just yeah, everything yeah. scattered again, and people are gonna start pirating stuff again because they don't want to pay hundred dollars yeah. a month for. For sure. All these things again. It's definitely going to happen. Um, I forgot. I had one more thing I was going to say about paying to play early, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, so. I mean, it doesn't bother me. Uh, usually they come with other things, too. Yeah. So it's not like a, just, just a pay to play early, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I guess if you're dumb enough to do it, then have fun. Like. Yeah, there has to be more skill something skins or whatever there is but man i think pre-order bonuses have gotten not great i haven't <laughs> recently i it's haven't people cared about them, about them in the longest time yeah there used to actually be cool stuff like i remember borderlands you can get those keys to open special 
That was kind yes. of like a loot box thing before that was a loot box. Yep. I didn't even think about that. Um, that was But yeah, fun. they give you extra stuff. Yeah, but yeah, now it? it's just like... I don't know. Everything else was pretty much cosmetic. Or it was like, you get to start with, you know, these starter guns that are slightly better than the starter guns we're going to give you anyways. Yeah. But, and but you, they look you, a lot cooler. Only, and you'd only use them for like a little Ten bit minutes, longer. Yeah. And you're like, oh, these guns kind of suck. Yeah. Yeah. I can't really think of any pre-order bonus that would really make me get a game now. Um, that even if it was like a couple days early, it'd have to be something pretty cool. Yeah, and they, the, the they problem wanna... with that is, is that you you're locking part of the game away from right, a from lot people. of people. So, I yeah. would rather be no pre-order bonuses. Period. Yeah. Well, I remember I when the, there were pre-order bonuses that were physical, like when you went to GameStop and you yeah. like got a shirt or you got like a keychain. I would much rather go back to that. Yeah. And get like some kind of. Yeah. I would. Re- yeah. I would rather have you can play the game a week early. Pre-order bonus, then yeah, then uh, uh, w- words yeah, <laughs> then having <laughs> parts of games locked away Wait, behind yeah. some arbitrary wall. Um, it's also interesting in a way like this isn't quite early access, but it, it's I guess it's kind of related. the The way that companies are making deals with each other, so like Fallout, we got to play an extra couple sessions. Because we have Xbox, because Bethesda and Xbox are buddies. And now it's coming out that Red Dead Online, some of the updates for Red Dead Online are going to come out a month early for PlayStation 4. Yeah. Like, we're going to have to wait a month. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Do you think that's just, like, companies just doing, like, a thing? Or are you kind of like, oh, everyone should get it at the same time? Or just a marketing (sighs) kind of ploy? Because it's kind of like it being locked away for people. I don't care. Yeah. You're going to get it eventually. Yeah. It's like I'm not mad that Stardew is not on Android right now. Right, right. It's on iOS. Like I don't. And, and I think that's things. mostly you can't get mad at developers for that. I mean, it's those are consoles trying to stand out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Microsoft and Xbox pulling the strings. Um, and I, it, by and large, I think you know that actually really helped Rockstar when they weren't who they are now. PlayStation saying we have so much faith in your game, we want to throw you a little extra money. So you give right. our station, our platform, uh, you know, a couple months early. Uh, right. It, it, I don't see anything wrong with it. If it starts getting out of hand, like, I don't know, there's a developer council war. Uh, I, I think it will only be a problem when developers truly start spatting. Like, I don't know, someone's Rockstar's allegiance with PlayStation really fractures a, a relationship with xbox or, or right. pc pc is kind of a strange entity entity you won't there's so many different people that make pc pcs it's not like one you know it's not one developer it's not one thing you can look to right. uh but like i don't know if rockstar gets too buddy buddy with playstation and then xbox gets pissed and their their ceo says something that offends rockstar ceo and then rockstar won't give games to no because they won't do that either because they want xbox's money it's fine it's fine in the end they want to make as much money as as they can and the successful games that know they're going to be successful will never be you know will never be exclusives yeah i think like the only time it would ever bum me out if there was like something for playstation that was not gonna come to xbox and it was like later 
you know, I don't know, like, obviously sometimes a game will come out and be like, if you got it on box, Xbox, you get this. If you buy it on PlayStation 4, you get this. If it was, like, way down the road, like, a year later and that happened, I'd be like, oh, come on. Yeah. I didn't even know this when I made my choice of what platform to buy it for, you know? I'm sure they can they can offend us somewhere down the road, but I I think I think in the end commerce drives it. They want to get as many people's money as possible. I mean, True. sure in Soul Caliber one or two, whichever one I played, uh, right? Yeah, I Xbox was Link. I'm sure I'm sure a lot of people really wanted Link because who my generation just doesn't care that much about Star Wars. So, right. Uh, yeah. But I don't think that's a reason to not buy the game. Sure, you could be a little bummed. But I guess that's true. Like Switch loves to put like exclusive stuff in their games on Switch. Like there's skins for yeah. Um, we were just Rocket talking League. about Diablo has a, a Ganondorf skin. I don't know what mm-hmm. class it is, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, you can yeah. be Link in Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Yep, all kinds of fun stuff. But uh, yeah, have you guys ever done any other like closed betas or anything like that? Where you had to like sign up and. Yeah, I was in the League of Legends beta mm-hmm. forever and a half ago. Signed up for that and got in. Whoa, for... dude, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. I was. I played that for a while, but well after it was out. How was the, how was that beta? I uh, I mean, it's been so long now. I don't remember hardly any of it. I mean, we played it so much after it came out too that it all kind together. of blurs together. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting because that's one of those games that it was free to play initially. Uh, the only time that you pay anything is if you want to buy cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. And I played that game probably, I don't know, 200 hours, 300 hours at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gotta be more than that. Even now I think about it, but, uh, I've never spent a dime on that game. I've never bought anything. And now you game. have to buy it. No, no, no. You oh. still don't have to buy it. Gotcha. That's what I'm saying. It's just, just an interesting thing about like, League of Legends is that everything is kind of that way of Overwatch, uh, but in a more restricted way because there's like rotating free to play characters. Right. Uh, so every week then, you can pick out of their pool of what what it has to be like what sixty characters now? I think it was like forty when I was playing. Yeah, that I, was three sure or four years ago. Yeah. So uh, they have they have I think five or six that you can play for free and then yeah, and it changes weekly. That's what they were doing in Heroes of the Storm when we played it to get our Overwatch skins. Oh yeah, yeah you played that. It's exactly the same. They have like a purchase, yeah. like a premium currency, and then currency you you earn through playing. Gotcha. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, so we and I think in the beta even it was like you got more or something because I remember when we started playing, I had a bunch of characters unlocked. Uh. So I like once you buy the characters that are just free to play, right. just whenever. So I had certain characters that I had bought and played, and it was yeah. I don't know, Neil. I don't remember that much about it. I remember certain characters in the beta being like super overpowered, and then when it released, yeah. them being like terrible. I mean, that versa. game is even more so than Overwatch, which depends on balance so much. League of Legends, it, it, that is the scales are so easily tipped in somebody's yeah. favor. Like giving someone 0.05% lifesteal, like changes their kit entirely. Yeah. Yeah, no. And yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, blah, 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 blah. I remember the beta. <laughs> I remember playing the beta. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested I don't to think see. I've, I actually played that many betas. No. Uh, we played Overwatch. 
We played Overwatch. I well, I'm doing fog. 76 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, were there any Halo betas? No, I don't think question. so. I they, don't remember they, that. I doubt they kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah, and that was back before this whole like yeah kind of thing, you know. So, um, but I, I know there's no open betas. Played Minecraft early. I don't think that's a closed beta though. I think it was all open. I have a a beta on my phone for the Xbox Game Pass app. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Guess what? I don't use it. It should just be part of the normal Xbox app. Yeah. What they should do. I'm but. sure there's probably a, I mean there's other things like most of Google's stuff I've been in closed betas for. Those yeah. aren't games. Did you try to get into the beta for their No, I didn't thing? look anything at it. I had a buddy who did it. So it was pretty cool. So played some Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I played some Assassin's Creed on his on his Chromebook. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh yeah, that's all the betas I think I've yeah. done. I don't I was in the wave. Google Wave beta. What's that? It was what Google Docs is now. Oh. But before there was Google Docs. Fancy. You've done all kinds of betas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've done, we'd played Overwatch. I did Fallout 76. And I got to be part of like the first little stress test, which was pretty cool. I got chosen for that. Um, I, <laughs> I got chosen for the Elder Scrolls Online beta. And then they were like, oh. Yeah, we're just going to be doing it for PC, and I don't have a PC, so I was like, oh, I guess I'm, I'm... I felt bad, because I felt like I was, like, wasting the spot. But I would get, like, emails, like, here's what's coming to Elder Scrolls Online. I'm like, oh, it looks so cool. <laughs> oh, I think I, was, I think I was in the beta of the Star Wars uh, Knights of the Republic or whatever. Dang, you've done a bunch. Yeah. Well, I used I to mean, just sign up for betas. <laughs> I played a lot of early access games like Ark and Fortnite, and um, uh, I think the one we played, the other battle royale game. What was the name of that? Oh, um, Darwin Project. Oh yeah, well that one's still uh, open or in early access, but that wasn't even the one I was thinking about. The one that had that big controversy and everyone hated how they changed it, and they just had to uh, re-release they it. Did the, they did a second game and then pulled the second game off? Yes. <laughs> The Calling. The Calling. The Calling, right. Right, they did the second game and it was trash and they had to pull it off. The Calling was fun and I'm glad I guess we quit when we did because apparently it got really bad. It was fun, but it wasn't great. No, it was, no, Fortnite. That was just our foray into, into Battle yeah. Royale games. And then as soon as Fortnite came out, I was much more... Yeah, it's more fun. I do like that. the idea of like a first-person one, though. Yeah. Also, if you have an Xbox, PUBG is free right now. If you want to grab that, it's only free for a week. I'm going to give it a try. Uh, I think the Overwatch is free right now on PC if you just log into your Battle.net account. It's free oh. to keep or just free to play? No, I think it's... Well, I don't know. Usually, they do free pay, play weekends sometimes. I never know about them giving Overwatch away for free. But that I don't doesn't know. seem like the... a very Blizzard move. The guys that um, we're sorry about talking about a new Diablo mobile game have Overwatch. Maybe uh, on Monday some guys were talking about it at my D and D group, but hmm. I could be have misheard and misunderstood because that was what I asked them. I was like, "Like you get to keep it?" And they're like, "Yeah." Hmm. Interesting. I didn't look at anything up about it. But, right. You know what could have really used a beta? What's that? Brink. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Or an early access. Something to make people be like, hey, this game sucks. 
don't release it like this. But that was before all this was so available to everybody, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wild how now you can, you're basically, like Clinton said, you're QA for games. What is QA? Quality, Quality assurance. assurance. All right. I, I think QC, but yeah. Quality control. Yeah. I don't know what the, what's the difference between QA and QC. I don't one's know. One's control and one's assurance. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Um yeah, it it I think that like it's so so weird like almost early access almost doesn't mean anything now for sure sometimes. I think QA is like testing to assure that the quality is there. Whereas control is like developers going back in and Fixing and making sure the quality is controlled. Gotcha. The more you know. That would be my guess between the two of them. We're just going to take that as the answer. Yeah. Control, you'd have to have some form of control, whereas testers do not have any kind of control. That's true. So, to wait, just to get back to the original point (laughs) that we've veered (laughs) off of, uh, early access feels more like a fundraiser for an unfinished or maybe smaller developer. Whereas a, a beta feels like a, this is our finished game. Please break it for us so we can make sure that doesn't happen when we release Sick. it. Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. Okay. Yeah, and I think there's some overlap there too, because early sure. access games can be in beta mm-hmm. and stuff. Right, so. definitely. And like Fallout, when they when they gave us the, the stress test in the beta, they were like, oh, these are different builds than the final build. Which is interesting. It seems kind of risky in a way, but maybe they just look yeah. look through. I don't really understand game development or coding or anything like that. So, but yeah, that's how you can play games early. Very different than a demo. Demo oh, is yeah. well, that's a finished partial game, right? That's like more of a marketing ploy. So, so I'm looking at this and I can't tell kind of what the thing is. Uh, is just uh, you probably have no idea. Is Elite dangerous in early access, or is it one they released and they've just been updating? Let me check. Because I know it was kickstarted, but then I don't know if it is in early access now after the Kickstarter, or if they released it and just continued doing updates and stuff. Because that's another. It was announced in 2015. It was launched in early access, part of Microsoft's game preview program, which I forgot. Microsoft uh, kind of had all these early access because you can't really play a lot of early access games on PlayStation, which is something that's interesting. If you're into early access, you want to play games before Xbox kind of has the leg up. Um, yeah, the version for PlayStation came out in, in June. So I think that was the final version it's like the final version is out yeah i'm sure they're still doing updates to it though oh that game for sure huge and it's missing a bunch of what they wanted to put in it but uh that's another thing too like when you have early access and they do a final release what do you mark as like the release date on the game right yeah like is it initial release, like when the Alpha Early Access came out? Right, because Fortnite it, has won awards, too. Yeah, like when it, when what is Minecraft's like launch date? Is <laughs> well, it, I, the other, I think the other question to be asked is what does it matter? No, it doesn't matter, but as far as like how you mark 
like sales or releases, like historic releases and things like like when do your numbers start? Yeah. Yeah. Like is was Minecraft released in two thousand six or was it released in two thousand twelve? <laughs> like I bet difference I there. Mean, I mean I bet they, they would say two thousand six whenever they started charging Whenever they started treating it as a service and charging money for it, they would say that is when. Whenever revenue starts coming in, that's when the game starts. The initial initial yeah. release. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what I think. Because they they want they obviously want to sh- show you they want to brag about how successful they've been. Yeah. Look how many people bought this. Um. Yeah. Minecraft seems to be one of the best known early examples from what I'm looking up. Um. And that guy ended up quitting his job so that he could play full-time, or make it full-time. And also, just reading about um, the history of Early Access, I found out that uh, a beta version of Halo 3 was bundled with the game Crackdown. So that was used as like a marketing ploy. I do remember that, because Jordan bought Jordan had Crackdown, and I played the beta with him. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember it. It was Halo 3. Right, right. Crackdown's such a good game. Yeah, it is. I'm so excited for the second one. Isn't it like the third one? Uh, yes, yeah, it'll be third one, I think. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Because the second one's not very good. Yeah. All right. Well, anybody have any last thoughts on early access, betas, anything, playing a game before the release? I uh, I enjoy it. I mm-hmm. like watching games kind of get built up around me mm-hmm. as I'm playing them. Um, I, I've not got burned down any yet, so yeah. I think that's probably part of it. Right. Uh, I like to dig around for early access games a lot too. Uh, there's one I found a couple of weeks ago called like Autonauts, where you control little robots. There's one called Scavenger that was a lot of fun. Mm. And usually it's just games that I play are just like computer games. I'll play them for an hour, two hours, three hours, and then I'll never look at them again. Unless right. they're like something extraordinary, like Factorio or something, where right. it will keep bringing me back to it and stuff but usually don't pay for them right because a lot of early access games if you find them early enough they're not charging they're just using you for yeah testing Hmm. yeah i think it's a i think it's a great tool for especially in this market where uh it's getting easier and easier for anybody to make a video game i think it's uh it's a great tool for indie developers to to figure out because sometimes if you work on, this is like from my experience working creatively with movie trailers and stuff, if you are showing the same five, six people different versions of the same trailer, eventually you all know the same facts. And you're drawing conclusions you don't even know you're drawing. Like, yeah. like if there's a lot of action happening behind one line, somebody has asked you before, oh, what's he say there? And then every every time you show somebody else that's already seen it, their brain fills in that gap and they don't even know that like, okay, so if we go live with this trailer, uh, people can't understand what he's saying. People don't know what this guy's saying, but we've all been talking to each other about it for six months. We, we know what it is and we know what we're trying to do. And I think that's extremely helpful for a developer to be like, Hey, look at what we made. And then other people to come out and point out like, Hey, you you know, you can, you can die if you touch this rock or, you know, stuff (laughs) like that. Like you should be able to, Take a step back and have somebody else. Yeah. And be like, hey, these are really strange things. Why aren't you doing them? And if you can't defend it or and maybe they have a perfectly logical explanation. Maybe their team sat down and, you know, I don't have a great example right now, but they could 
they can at least interact with the customer and say, hey, here's here's why we didn't do that. Right. Uh, is there a compromise? Is it really yeah. like game breaking for you? And I just think that's invaluable. Now, when a yeah. AAA developer gives me early access, <laughs> I'm kind of like, whoa, you, you guys should know how to do this. Right. Yeah. You have people that you can pay to. Yeah. Yeah. That's like what's interesting with the Fallout beta is like all these people are giving feedback on what they want added to the game or changed in the game. And it's like, I don't think this is what they're doing quite yet. Yeah. Like they're making sure that the game works. Yeah. Once it's released, then we can start talking about what changes you want. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's an interesting thing. Like games are an interactive media Mm -hmm. in a way that I don't think people expected them to even be. They're interactive in a, like in a, like company to consumer base right which i don't think people yeah, the internet obviously changed everything yeah yeah like it's crazy like now. you said yeah like with goldeneye it was just goldeneye here it mm-hmm. is it's an interactive media but you can't interact with the developer and get right. them to change things right like, now yeah, you today actually this is this is interesting i think i was going to throw in the news but it's not really like news where it's just a small little thing uh one of the creators of smash brothers went on twitter and was like hey we have all five DLC characters planned. We know what they are. Please stop bombarding us with suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> like, we already know who they are, so just knock it off. But People aren't going to stop with that either. Oh, no, for sure. Especially once all five are out, they're going to be like, this isn't enough. Yeah. Keep going. And Nintendo hasn't really done a game like that that keeps changing. Like, does Splatoon change a whole lot? Yeah, Splatoon, they add a shit ton of guns and stuff okay. to it. So, so I think maybe just that, but it's like so weird because it seems like Smash Brothers is a game that you could add characters forever in stages and music. Yeah. And people would never tire of that. Yeah. But I just don't think Nintendo's really dipped their toes into doing that. Yeah, and I mean, it's hard to do. It's hard to do it well. It's hard to manage the expectations of that and like uh, i also think there's something to be respected in a developer that can just go no this is the game we want to give you this is the game you get we're not yeah, changing yeah. it we That's think it's true. we think it is what this is what our company wanted to sell you mm-hmm. we yeah. think it is good enough as it is enjoy it yeah and i think we especially with like uh smash like there's already an expectation of what smash is right you buy the game you get all of these colors and now shadow fighters or whatever they're called Mm -hmm. uh and all that stuff you just get it it's in the game it's yours there's no like stuff whereas if they tried to switch it to like a overwatch kind of balancing and stuff and like oh they do i mean they've done they've done balancing and stuff uh with uh the previous one okay Uh, yeah but uh but yeah, they can't do something like Overwatch where if they released it, it's just like, okay, here's all the characters. You get all the characters, but you have to pay to get their kind of... Right. Uh, what are they called? They're Skins. Not, not Shadow Fighters. Yeah, they're called Shadow Fighters. Are they called? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, to get the Shadow Fighters or the different colors. Yeah. Mirror Fighters? Swap Fighters? Hang on. Now I gotta look. You have me second guessing myself. Mirror? Is it Mirror? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't think they can do that at that point and have an Overwatch system of loot boxes and cosmetics that they can get money out of people from because they've the expectations. Echo Fighters. Echo Fighters. The expectations are already there of having the full game. Here you go. True. And I mean, they've done 
DLC characters in the past with, I think Mewtwo was one. Yeah. Oh, they're Bayonetta. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't think they could switch to a cosmetic based. Right. Or game as a service kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. That is interesting. And you said, like you said, it is hard to do and it's like risky to do because there's been moments in those games where people get very upset about the state of the game when they do change it. Yeah. Like companies have made mistakes. I know like we talk about Hearthstone not quite being a video game because it's kind of like a digital card game, but there's been times where a card gets changed because they can do that. Mm -hmm. They can update it. And then it's like, oh man, this whole deck is ruined. Now this deck is like great. I hate the state of the game and people got to wait till the next update. And like same with Overwatch. Remember when they changed Bastion Neil and everyone threw a fit? She was really good. <laughs> it was just like super strong and like there were videos all like that was the whole Reddit. Is that when all, he had a shield or? Uh, he still does have a shield. I have a little armor thing, but it was no, just no, like the, insane. Didn't he just have like a? He had a physical shield, shield and but even before the that wasn't even in the beta. That was oh, like when okay, they were yeah. testing it on their end. Yeah, no, he just gains armor when he ultimates, and. People were showing him ultimating and like showing insane amounts of damage being done to him. Like that was just every post on Reddit was like, "Look how hard it is to kill Bash." <laughs> well, he had he had a passive. It was called Ironclad, and it was like thirty percent damage reduction. And right. If he, if he had one healer on him, you just couldn't. You just couldn't. Do you it. couldn't kill him. Yeah, and like <laughs> people were very upset. And I mean, like the thing is, people are upset because they like the game and they don't want the game to get like ruined by this choice. But it, you're right. It is. It is a little risky because you're always you're you're you've opened yourself to criticism. Yeah, which is good and bad. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, yeah, and I, th- yeah, I think it's a good. I think open access, early access, sorry, is a good thing. I think mm-hmm. in the long run, it will be looked on as a positive overall for the industry. Yeah. Uh, there, I know there have been a lot of games that have taken advantage of it. They've promised a lot of things for final release that never get developed or it almost seems like no man's sky should have had an early access yeah and yeah in certain ways that game would have been yeah much better received if they were like hey what else do you guys think you know yeah yeah, i mean like hey this is a work in progress this is kind of an early build at it but we want you to have a chance to play it here you go over the next two years we're going to continue building all this stuff multiplayer and well i think it was building a, and, it was a playstation 4 exclusive right yeah was it exclusive or was it for pc also it was on pc too but okay did they release at the same time i don't know i like, think it was pretty close so maybe just because like they were with sony and sony was like we don't do early access yeah and yeah no and that could definitely be i mean i think that they kind of signed a deal with the devil mm-hmm. on that game and they kind of got screwed in the end on it but or, here it's or great now. State of Decay 2. Just put it in front of people. Hey, what's missing? The fun! Yeah. <laughs> the fun and the fact that it's broken. Yeah. yeah. Like, when Neil and I would play, when we played two-player, like, the whole thing was like, cool, we're gonna build a base together, and it was like, Neil isn't allowed to build anything, and if I build stuff, it doesn't show up on Neil's screen. <laughs> we're just like, really? Come on, guys. Yeah. Get it together. Especially if, like, Microsoft has already taken this huge hit of not having exclusives, and then they put out these exclusives that are subpar. Yeah, or aren't done, or it's like the same with like um, Sea of Thieves. Man, that game felt feels like old, or felt like early access. I know they're adding more and more stuff to it, but it's like I shouldn't wait for you guys to add more stuff. If you had told me it was early access, maybe giving it to me for cheaper, I yeah. think I would have been more forgiving to that game. 
yeah. and been like, oh, I'm really excited for them to add more things. To fix as opposed, it. Yeah, as opposed to being like, oh, there's nothing in this game. I'm not going to play it anymore. I mean, we got it with Game Pass, I guess, so it's not like yeah. we paid a buttload, but we are paying $10 a month for that service, so those games aren't free. Yeah. But... <laughs> My closing remarks spurred about another half an hour of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's good. That's good. So, all right. Now, do we have any last? No, last I'm going to. That's it. All right. All right. <laughs> He's going to oh. chop off his neck. Yeah. Okay. Just cut it off. All right. Neil, any, any other things? Um, no. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure everyone's got all their thoughts out. Hey, uh, donate to our extra life pages if you haven't yet. Uh, yeah. They're open all year. I think you can always donate to them. There's a certain part where it's like I think I think it might be to the end of the year, and then it's like starts, it starts your next a new year. one. Yeah, yep. but I mean you can always donate throughout the year. Yeah, uh, there's lots of people doing it. this year. They got like 8.5 million dollars overall on game day. Nice. Damn. Nice. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So donate to extra life. It doesn't have to be to us. It can be to anyone. Mm-hmm. Go on Extra Life, donate money to it. It's a good cause. Yep, do it. Helps I'm going to say that at the end of every every episode. Yeah, because, you know, when you donate to kids, it's good for the gander. What's good for the gander is good for the goose. <laughs> it's a little backwards. <laughs> it's a little backwards. Remix! Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. And email us at gamegoosepodcast at gmail.com. You played a beta? You played early access? You got burned? Did you love it? You think it's good for the industry? Yeah, you played any uh, playing any right now that you think mm-hmm. people should be hearing about? For sure, do that. All right, uh, Clinton already gave us his patented <laughs> goodbye. Neil, what you got to say? This podcast used should have used that early access. <laughs> this podcast is an early access, so this is that's that's going to be our excuse for now. <laughs> We're in early access, guys. Uh, so. You know, this isn't the finished product. We'll keep adding some stuff. Yeah, we'll keep adding to it. Uh, yeah, go back and listen to all of our old episodes. We've added, we've taken your notes to heart, and we've added, spliced <laughs> in some lines that, you know. We we <laughs> we added the new character of Courtney and then deleted her. Yeah, people were not happy <laughs> oh, yeah. with the, the balance got all out of whack. Neil was under overpowered, or underpowered, couldn't get in word in edgewise, so. <laughs> we buffed Neil. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. This episode 20. It's kind of a little landmark for us. Yeah. Woo! We'll see you at episode 50 for another celebration, I guess. What about 25? Mm, 35? What 44 about 21? is my favorite number. 21. 44 be special? 44 is going to be special. We also, do, we also get drunk next week for 21. <laughs> Our podcast <laughs> is old enough to drink. Old enough to drink. Let's have a drinking uh, episode. Well, I think we'll have a really fun episode. Well, yeah, let's do booze, booze and video games next week. Okay, yeah. Listen, we'll, we'll do next week. We'll talk about booze and video games. It'll be fun. That's be okay. We'll do a little. shot every time a siren goes by. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Depending on the day, it could get real bad. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. We will see you next week. That siren will be coming for us. Wee wee.